Welcome to yet another sparkling edition of the Thought Police. And in these difficult times, you'll be delighted to know that uh, we're able to bring it to you continually, uh, despite the fact that uh, the British country is in complete lockdown. Matt Kelly is here on the other end of the phone. Uh, Mike, I'm here uh, at the world headquarters of the Thought Police. Matt, uh, welcome. Hello, mate. Yeah, I'm doing very well. Now, we weren't able to get anything out last week, partly because uh, we were both in different locations. Um, You're still in a different location. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I'm in my East Anglian dacha. Yes. And uh, I'm glad that I came up, really, because, you know, I think, as listeners know, I live in Islington, and we haven't got much of a garden in Islington. You can't really go to the park anymore, so I've got three kids who all need to run about. So we're very, very lucky in having this place in uh, in Norfolk, which I, I bought because I work in Norfolk three days a week. Yes. And it's turned into a bit of a godsend during this. Absolutely. Um, so have you got yeah. a bit of a garden there then? Well, I've got a great garden here. Um, got a garden about the size of maybe a tennis court and a half, something okay. like that. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, with a big trampoline in it. And, you know, the kind of garden that would cost you literally two million quid in, in London. Yes. And when I bought this place, uh, I think I paid 265,000 quid for it, mm. which, you know, it's not it's nothing, but compared to once you get used to London property prices, these these things feel a bit more affordable. Well, we're currently in the midst of what's been described as the suspension of the property market. I don't even Amazing, really know yeah. how, how that actually works, to be honest. But, I mean, yeah. people are stuck trying to sell houses or trying to move yeah. into houses that they've bought. It's a very strange time. I mean, that's only the beginning of it, really. It's, it, is, it is the strangest time of my lifetime, for sure. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, I must speak to my dad about it, because he was a young boy during... The Second World War, and obviously that is a, you know, a bizarre experience. But I, I, I suppose people sort of knew what war was about. That no one really knows what this is about. That's no, the, that's what's so chilling about it. Although I suppose during wartime you wouldn't have known really when it was going to end either, because my mother no. was the same. She was in, um, she lived in Clyde Bank at the time. Hey, by the way, I saw a picture of your mother on Facebook the other day, looking absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I know where you get it from now. She's absolutely. <laughs> What's She's even what's even character. better is you might I don't know if you've seen the picture of of, of her when she was young with me and my sister, oh, uh, I have where, done, yeah. where I'm running looking very similar to the way I look now. To be honest, you put a pair of glasses <laughs> on me, you would you wouldn't know it was <laughs> I'd aged at all. But no, she was 96 yesterday actually, yeah. um, and one of the things that's been great is is we've all been in touch you know we we talk an awful lot i'm sure you're doing the same thing yeah um because i'm stuck in london really i'm not going to sussex yeah. because um they first of all were a bit worried um the mother of my children was had a bit of a virus of a different kind and didn't want to oh. get anything else on top of it so the first weekend i didn't go then i thought second weekend which just passed i was going to go but then they brought in these kind of restrictions and i thought i don't want to be that far away from work i don't want to be yeah. that far away from where i have to be so yeah. at the moment, I'm FaceTiming with the kids pretty much every day, um, wow. maybe sometimes twice a day, which is quite nice in a way. Um, yeah. But I feel a bit sorry f- more for them than I do for anybody else, you know, grown-up-wise, yeah. because the kid, my my 15-year-old was has had his GCSEs cancelled, right? Um, yeah, suddenly, the, the, the school suddenly shut down, and at one point he said um, to his mother on the day that it was shutting, um, I, I really want to go in and say goodbye to all my friends, who I'm yeah. not going to see. Sure. Of course, that's, I haven't even thought of that. That's awful. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's what's really he strange. What's going to do about his exams? Do you think? What well, well, there? well, bas- they basically told us that they're not. They've been cancelled. Um, yeah. So what's going to happen is there's going. He's going to be given a grade alongside everybody else, based yeah. based on his work through the year and his mocks. Yeah. 
Wow, amazing. You know, and he's actually disappointed because he thought yeah. he would do better in the real exams and he's not going to have the chance to do that now. Well, a lot of people take the mocks as a, you know, they don't revise hard for it on purpose, right. do they? So they want to find out where they're weak. And uh, if, if people have done that, that strategy is going to backfire. Well, he, I mean, he, he actually worked quite hard. But the other thing I think happens in mocks is they mark them down to make you think that you need to work harder, you know? Right. So well, I suppose the only thing is that the only people who know the mock score is his school. So hopefully there'll be a bit of leeway. Yeah, well, they've, they've, actually, his school have been very good. They've, they've been communicating. And, and obviously, I think some people are still going there because they're key workers, kids and all that. Um, yeah. And... They've put, been putting out sort of emails saying, look, you know, we will be liaising with the parents. We will be, you know, there will be an appeal process if you're not happy with the grades and yeah, all that kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, they're doing the best they can, really. But just amazing times. Amazing, amazing times. And, of course, I mean, it's all right for me and it's all right for you, you know, tucked away yeah. in relatively safe isolation. But there are lots and lots of people who are really terrified, you know, and, and lots of people who are very ill and, you know, and also suffering... Um, the death of loved ones. Man. I mean, it's it's bizarre. I mean, I put out on Facebook yesterday that actually I'm really enjoying lockdown. I saw because, that, yeah. Well, you know, and that's the truth. I am because I'm, I'm able to spend time with my family. I've, you know, we're in the countryside, which is lovely. Yeah. Um, I've got, you know, everyone in my business can work from home, so that's been very easy. Got yeah. the right technology, so there's loads and loads of positives. But I am deeply conscious that for every one of me, there's somebody else who's having the opposite yeah. experience and is hating it, you know. Sure. I mean, also, depending on where you are and what space you've got and, 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 and whether, yeah. you're, whether you're working. I mean, we're fortunate in the fact that we're still able to work, yeah. whereas an awful lot of people are basically being told not to come in and therefore we're not paying you. Yeah, very, very worrying. I mean, I, mean, I put how on last... The government's, how do you think the government's um, responded so far? I mean, I think they've been doing a pretty good job, to be honest. I mean, you know, given that... that um, it's a massive, massive problem um, that everybody's got. Um, I'm not one of those that's going to say, oh, it looks like they're doing it better in Germany or Spain, because we actually don't know whether they're yeah. doing it better. I mean, the Germans seem to have quite a good system in place. They seem to be slightly ahead of the curve, if you like. Um, but I, I, don't, I just don't think we can make a judgment, really, until we know where we all are. I mean, we're, we're now hearing that, yeah. that Chinese might not have been telling the truth, for bizarrely, you know, yeah. about something that, that happened at the beginning of the year. And so um, I think they've done... I think in terms of preparing us for this, they've done a great job. Whether or not yeah. it turns out they, they should have had more ventilators or they should have built more hospitals, you know, we'll, we'll see that in the future. But yeah. I think if, if you'd said to me... Um, Instead of saying it last week, but you'd said it, say, in the middle of February, you're going to have to stop going anywhere. I would have just been outraged and said, what the yeah. hell is wrong with you? Whereas because of the way it was done quite gradually, I think they prepared us mentally for it better. Yeah. You know? I suppose the, the upside, the, the alternative view, I'm sort of very, very wary of being critical at all, because as you rightly say, nobody knows this is completely virgin territory and everyone's making it up as they go along as yeah. best they can but i think we could have locked down a week before we did and i'm very exactly the same path as italy um which gets very scary soon and but you know we could have had a week's worth of um grace where we could have had a much lower um infection rate than italy but you know, it seems a shame if Italy was saying this, how bad this could get yeah. three weeks ahead of time. But if we didn't take advantage of that, and that has a big negative consequence, my suspicion is 
that Boris Johnson will get an awful lot of stick for it. Um, yeah, if that's if that's the case. But the, see, the thing is, as well, if you look at what's happening in Italy and you look at what's happening in Spain, the Italians are now saying they didn't lock down quickly enough. Yeah. Um, it's not getting any better in Spain, and they've been locked down for ages. You know. Yeah. So I, I'm not even sure if the locking down thing is is um, is something that will prove to have been a great idea. I think it yeah. will, it will prove to have lengthened the process out a little bit. You know, yeah. but there is like Peter Hitchens. I'm not. I'm not supportive of what he's been saying necessarily. Um, what has he been saying? Well, Peter, well, Peter Hitchens has basically been saying it's all a bit unnecessary to do it this way. That we don't have to completely destroy the nation's capitalist kind of economy yeah. in order to to save the lives of a few people who ostensibly, um, many of whom would have died anyway. Yeah, you know well, that I, was Domin- that was Dominic Cummings. Alleged line, wasn't it? You know, save the economy, and if a few old people die, so be it. Yeah, I don't believe that, to be honest. I mean, um, no. I, I mean, it's an unsourced source, if you like. You know, I like Tim Shipman yeah. a lot. He's a great journalist, but I don't know that I'd go along. In this particular instance, I don't go along with unsourced material from right. somebody who heard it from somebody else. It just seems yeah. too big of a story to do that with, you know? Yeah. And I see that Fair today enough. Femi um, has dropped himself right in the... Brown stuff by putting he's out. Lost the plot, this guy. Have you seen his tweet about no. Cummings? He's put out no. a tweet about Cummings. You know, well, I suppose if a few spin doctors die, then that's the price you have to pay. Something like that. Oh, what an idiot! Because Cummings has now got into self isolation. What an idiot! I know. I saw that, and I saw Femi the other day. Um, I mean, as regular listeners will know, I am no Owen Jones fan. No. Femi got kicked out of the. Uh, yeah, that was Labour funny. Party. And he asked, he asked Owen Jones on Twitter for, you know, some support. And Owen Jones said, uh, Femi, there's a global pandemic yes. happening as we speak, right. which was absolutely the right response. Yeah. And then Femi uh, started kicking off saying, oh, I know. It's, it's all about me. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, you're like many people who don't normally agree with Owen Jones, but people were telling me, you know, on Twitter, listen, this is the first time ever I've agreed with Owen Jones. Right? Yeah, I know. It's a I bit know. like yesterday um, when people said for the first time they actually agreed with Donald Trump when he put out the thing about Meghan and Harry and how America's not going to... Quite not, right. Eh? Quite right. Yes. Absolutely. No, I mean, I was I was uh, sitting at home yesterday. Weekends are slightly different for me because obviously I don't come into the studios at the weekends. Um so I've got more time on my hands. And, in, and at one point last night, I started watching Independence Day, which is one of my favourite bad movies, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting there watching it as the alien spaceship is getting nearer and nearer to Earth. And I actually, I actually sent a text to somebody to say, I'm watching Independence Day. It's about the only thing I can think of which would be weirder than what we're currently going through. <laughs> would be having one of these big spaceships arriving over my house, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and an invasion yeah. of aliens. I mean, literally, yeah. that would be the only thing weirder than this. Well, I was sat the other day watching TV, and Maddie said, can we watch a film? So I said, let's watch The Shining again. Right? Yes. She, and, of course, that is the story of a man isolated in a country residence and going mad and then eventually trying to kill his wife. Right. So, so after about half of the hour of this, she was going, can we watch something else, please? Like, That's very funny. To the bathroom door. But I think a lot of people are going to be going through quite a lot of mental trauma over this, yeah. you know, not least because, you know, people are having to spend time with one another who they don't normally spend that much time with. Yeah. I mean, there's another thing that, um, gosh, this is a world record that I agreed with with Owen Jones. And that was talking about, and this was something that had never occurred to me, but imagine if you're a young gay person and you've got homophobic parents, which a lot of people do, and yeah. suddenly you are trapped with them for 24 hours, you know, and you can't 
understand them. I mean, that, that would be torture. Oh, it would. Well, there's all sorts yeah. of different situations that would be torture, wouldn't there? I mean, yeah. it's a bit like the old yeah, the old, the argument about mistresses and Christmas, where mistresses are always miserable at Christmas because they don't get to see the guy that they're in love with, right? Yeah. Um, or the or the girl that they're in love with, if we're going to be, you know, gender yeah. neutral. Um, yeah. If you've got if you're having an affair with some married guy, you're not seeing him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know why I'm I'm particularly thinking about that, but you know, it's, <laughs> but you know, there's lots of people who are going to be in a bad place. They all say, write about what you know, don't they? <laughs> That's what they say. Now, I mean, there's a great tweet that I that I retweeted from Flora Gill. I don't know if you've ever followed Flora Gill, but she's A.A. No. A. Gill's daughter, right? Oh, great. And okay. she's, very, um, she's very funny in terms yeah. of she's got the same sense of humour as her old man, right? Is she Amber Rudd's kid, then? That's right, yeah. In fact, yeah, okay. she, I, I discovered her when um, Amber Rudd got um, deplatformed at, uh, was it Oxford, yeah. I think it was, wasn't it? Oh, that's right. She wrote a letter, she wrote a note to her daughter, didn't she? Quite yes, and and Flora basically quite foul mouthed on Twitter, sort of telling him all to yeah. go and you know get yeah. stuffed in, in in words of uh, one syllable. But she says yeah. this: when you're self isolated with your partner, it's important to not have huge fights. Instead, find small passive aggressive ways to get revenge when needed. My fav- <laughs> my favourites include moving his bookmark three pages forward and smudging my thumbs along his glasses when he's not wearing them. <laughs> She sounds great. I mean, it's very. I mean, it's a very twee middle class kind of tweet, but it's yeah. funny, you know. Yeah, that's great. Well, I mean, people really are readjusting, and as you said, you know, some people will be finding that a great experience, and the families come back together, and we'll all have quality time. And it will. On the other side, it will end a lot of relationships. This, yes, I'm sure. Oh, there's now, no question. Domestic violence goes up in these kind of situations. I'm sure that must happen. Yeah, well, I mean, funnily enough, there was a lot of uh, sort of attention being paid to that yesterday. I think Pretty Patel wrote a piece in the Telegraph about that. Funnily enough, a lot of people are asking me where Pretty Patel's gone because she doesn't yeah. she doesn't appear to be in evidence much, does she? No, that's right. She's been completely absent. Yeah, and she is, after all, the Home Secretary. Yeah, because that's the other thing that this kind of crisis brings out in people. I don't know whether you've seen some of the weird sort of activities of the police, you know, having to go at Stephen Kinnock for going to see his dad. Um, there's another guy in Golders Green who was giving out, handing out a ticket for vandalism to a woman who was trying to draw with chalk on the on the on the pavement, um, oh. you know, a box so that people didn't stand too close to one another when they were coming into her shop. Oh my god! And people are filming him going, "Is this really what you think is the right idea?" And he's yeah. going, "He's oh. going, well, it's going to be anarchy if we don't stick to the rules. It doesn't oh, matter what's going on." Oh. I mean, you Maybe, know what I mean? Did you, did you see that one? Though? I think it was this morning where. They stopped a guy in his car. I think he went from something like Swindon to Carlisle or something. Oh, yes, I saw that, yeah. To pick something up. A quid window that yeah. he bought on eBay, but it wouldn't fit in the boot. So he came back down with the window <laughs> in the back of the car and his wife in the boot. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is the, social I mean, distancing. Yeah, I mean, this level. is the kind of thing that people don't really think about. It's, it's kind of, you know, you it, what some people think is necessary and... Um, you know, um, what's the word that they've been using? Essential. Yeah. You just think, well, I'm sorry, you know, that's not essential. Yeah. Some of it's gone. I've just had a row with somebody in, in Tesco. Right. Because um, I, went, I went to Tesco, and obviously you've got a queue to get in. Right. And then you get there, and you do your shop, and you want to get out as quickly as possible. And obviously I've got three kids here, and they all guzzle milk, right, like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. And I get to the till with a carton of uh, UHT milk with 10 individual cartons in it. Right. And she starts taking seven of them out and saying, there, there you go, there's the three you can have. And I said, 
yeah. like kids. Yeah. And she said, well, I don't make the rules. And I said, but, you know, if I'd have known that, I would have got three different types of milk. Right. Like semi-skin, full fat. And she said, look, you know, that's it, deal with it. And but surely I, the whole package is is one, isn't it? Right, so that's what I was arguing. Yeah. And I'd also bought some beer, right? So I had four loose cans of my favourite no-alcohol beer. Right. And two uh, packs of four cans put in a sort of cardboard box. Yeah. And the, the eight cans were perfectly fine because that was in two... So that was two. But my four loose cans, I could only have three of them. I mean, that is just... That is crazy. Well, I'm told down in Sussex there's one of those sort of Tesco metros attached to a petrol station, and they've put a limit of one of everything. So it's not even three of everything, it's one of everything. Well, she said to me, this woman said, you know, well, you can have two packets of toilet roll if you want. And I said, but there's 24 toilet rolls in a packet in one of those packs. So I can have 48 toilet rolls, but you'll only let me have three pints of milk. I know. Also, you, anyway, can't, you can't really put toilet roll on your cornflakes, can you? It doesn't really there, help. There is a point, you know, when you're standing at the till arguing with these people and you just know everyone in the shop is looking at you thinking, you absolute arsehole. Yeah. There's a pandemic going on. So I know. I think I, I did a bit of a semi. I mean, I think the thing is, as long as you know the stuff is going to be there, yeah. then you don't have to get loads of it. But on the other hand, if they only give you a little bit, you're going to be going back every day. Well, that's it. Exactly. That was my point. Which is worse. Like, I said I'll be back in 19 minutes for another three. I had, a guy, I had a guy call me today who said that uh, some of these, he delivers to the sort of the corner shop type places where they have some yeah. food and groceries and whatever. He said there was one place he went where there was a woman buying a scratch card um, and uh, the guy said that she's been in five times today to really? buy a scratch card. I mean, you know, you just wonder what's wrong with people, you know. Well, I mean, that's, that's, what do you do if you're an alcoholic in, in circumstances like this? You know, do you have to just keep going? I presume you just drink yourself to death, though. Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, seriously though, I mean, the wine doesn't last long. I mean, I try yeah. really hard, um, if I'm um, whether I'm working or not working, to not drink before about seven o'clock at night. Yeah. Because I know what will happen if I start drinking at two o'clock. I'll just drink for twelve hours. Yeah. You know. What would you, what would you drink, if you started drinking at 12 o'clock, what would you get through in, in a day? What you mean in the, in the, if I was drinking wine, yeah. I'd, I'd probably pass out before I finished the third bottle. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, if I, I mean, it depends. I mean, I could drink, probably, I mean, I could drink gin and tonic pretty much all day. Yeah. You know. Um, but there would yeah. come a, I mean, I just don't want to do it apart from anything else, you know. No. But what I am no. doing is cooking ridiculous amounts of food. And I've, 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 fantastic, mate. Yeah. Well, do you know, I'm going to do another podcast. Somebody's asked me to do a food podcast. So what? I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a podcast teaching people how to cook stuff. Oh, I'm not happy about that. Are you not? Well, you can join well, in if you like. This is absolutely typical for you. You're shagging around on your <laughs> podcast. Well, I've already got one going out of here. And we had to do Plank of the, we had to do plank of the Week as a podcast last week because there was nobody allowed into the building. Who was your plank? Uh, the winner was Femi, funnily enough, last week. Okay. Yeah. He beat um, he beat Madonna in the final. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the some of the uh, the, the, the ludicrous bullshit uh, from some of these um, celebrities. My favourite one today was Kate Winslet. Have you seen that one? No. Well, Kate Winslet has made a little video, basically telling everybody how to stay safe on the grounds yeah. on the grounds that right. Wait for it. She starred in a film called Contagion. <laughs> 
It's a great film. It's a really good film. I'll tell you what I was amazed at as well. People get outraged because ITV put it on the other night and people were going, this is very tasteless, insensitive. It's like, why? It's a movie. I saw uh, Kate McCann coming up for a lot of stick. Oh, yeah. Because she tweeted that everybody should stay home with their families. And, of course, there was a lot of stuff saying, yeah, that's all very well, but what if I fancy nipping out for a bit of tapas? (laughs) Which, um, yeah, was very, very unkind, I thought. But, you know, I suppose she was opening herself up to something like that. Well, I suppose so. I mean, this is the trouble. I mean, the the, the social media world, which you hate, is just getting worse because, of course, the more people spend time inside, the more nuts they go. Yes. You know? Yeah. I really do think that, and I, I hope when we come out of this, I think that some ways we will all be better people for it. I hope so, but I am reminded of, um, I can't remember his name now, but he was a fantastic motorbike um, racer, and I think he died um, I think he died a couple of years ago. If he didn't, I apologise to him, he's still around. But James Whitten, I think that's his name, okay. and he got cancer, and he nearly died, this is years ago, and he mm. nearly died of cancer, and he said, you know, when you get into remission, you get this wonderful sense of life's never going to be the same again. You're going to appreciate every day and look at nature and love your family. He said, he said last about six months. After six months, you're going, right, I'm going to get myself a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> you're straight back, to, straight back to it. So maybe we'll all just default back to our greedy, selfish ways. Well, I mean, that was the whole me, me, the, the Be Kind movement didn't last long, did it, after Caroline Flack died? I mean, I think it lasted about That's 24 right. hours. That's right, yeah. You know? Because the yeah. nature of the beast, I'm afraid, is that people now have an opinion about absolutely everything. Yeah, you know, I hate it. I hate it. I really. Think I mean, I took I took the awful. I took the opportunity not this weekend, but the one before, when it was a really nice day, and yeah. I thought because I'm on the radio and because I'm technically a key worker, bizarrely, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take myself off into the into town and just yeah. drive around and see what's going on because yeah, one. Yeah. That's my job, you know. I, it's all very well looking at TV, but you know I'm supposed to be reporting on what's going on. So I, I spent a couple of hours driving around, and of course, when I said that there was loads and loads of people out and about, I was starting to get all this flack from people on Twitter. Said, "Well, what are you doing out and about?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm not out and about. I'm in a car, yeah. right? I'm not getting out of the car, but yeah. I drove up to Hampstead Heath, and it was literally rammed with people, right? Amazing, amazing. Because it was a lovely day. Yeah." And it was a lovely day, but I was like, and people were just in big groups walking around, you know, it yeah. was just incredible. Um, See, I don't get this thing about not being able to go for a drive. And we, we've gone for a drive uh, mainly just to sort of retain our sanity yes. for about, just for about half an hour on the country lanes around here. It's very right. pleasant. But I, I have been reading the coppers stopping people and saying, what, you know, where are you going? Yeah. And they've said, we're just having, going for a drive and we're in the car, we're family. Yeah. We can't... Uh, contaminate anything what's the problem mm. and well i don't make the rules but i mean some people are now saying the reason you shouldn't do that is because if you have some kind of accident or if you are right. you know right. if your car breaks down or something like that then you're yeah. going to need to interact with other people and yeah. I, I sort of get that but that's one of the reasons why i'm not now going to sussex because at one point i was going to go and just walk the dog or something you know yeah um but it's a it's a bit an hour and a bit away and i just think i feel as though it's probably the wrong thing to do you know but, well, uh, I, I mean, I think that probably is. And if you're if you're lucky enough to have a garden, of course, then um, you know, you're going to have the nicest garden in, in the neighbourhood. Well, you say that, but our gardener, right? I think it's partly because he, he he's a moonlight gardener because he works for the local council. He's been told to stay at home, so he's not coming out. What he, he 
even into his own garden. No, he's well. I mean, he's he's, he's basically he's not he's, because he works for the local council. He's been told oh, not to go to work, so he's taken that as don't go anywhere. I'd love to hear from people on our email, people who are going to work and and why they've got to go to work and what they feel about it. Yeah, know? well, I know there's. I mean, there's a lot of people in London who are still going to work. The trains are still pretty busy. Um, oh. You know, there's not as many people on the streets as you would expect there to be. But I mean, I'm yeah. getting a lot of anecdotal information. Um, from people saying, I had a woman uh, sending me a Facebook message saying that basically her husband works for one of the big banks and he can't work from home because they haven't got a laptop to give him. Right. And right. he has to keep going in and he doesn't want to, right? Well, for the sake of a laptop. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't imagine. I mean, this is a big organisation. You'd think they right. could get some laptops organised, but she said, we've been waiting three weeks, he still doesn't have one. That's I know. And All I mean, of our people, we've got, I mean, I've got 330-something journalists working for me and they are all working from home and very, very successfully. And, you know, so I think one of the, this is one of the things that will change dramatically is people questioning why we've all got to go to an office yes. each day, you know. Well, I mean, the Daily Mail was produced, I think, entirely by people working from That's home. Right. The Sunday right. Times, I think, is the same this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're going to wonder if you've got, say, something like News UK with 17 floors of a building in central London, you know, yeah. maybe they need one with about two floors. Exactly. Well, I mean, with... We're about to move into uh, one floor of the building where we used to occupy two and a half. And previously, we were quite worried about how we're going to jam everyone in, but Mm. I'm completely relaxed now because I'm going to say to people, you know what, work from home. If if your boss is happy with it and you're happy with it, come into the office when you want to, but spend time with your family. You know, think about a lot of our people spend an hour and a half commuting into the office. Yeah. So you get like three hours of your life back. What are you going to do with that? Well, you do. But I suppose there's an inevitable knock-on effect there as well because then you've got fewer people on the tubes and fewer people on the train spending less money um, in the shops and all of that. But, I mean, Madeline Grant, uh, who works at Telegraph, she put out a great tweet the other day. She was like, "Um, I've been invited to do the papers somewhere or other where she has to go. She says, I've been at home for so long sitting here in my pyjamas, I think I might put a ball gown on. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very funny, you know. Because that's how people are feeling, you know, because a lot of people I know are kind of sleeping, if they're not having to actually do any work, or even if they are, sleeping odd hours, you know, if you're a night owl, you're staying up late. I mean, I ended up staying up to about four in the morning on uh, on Saturday night, partly because um, I'd I'd forgotten about the clocks going forward. So it was actually three. By the time I went to bed, it was like four o'clock. So the whole of Sunday morning, pretty much, I I was out for the count. Why not? Why not? I mean, I'm not against it. I mean, I actually worked out that I, I'm not. Mu- I don't actually go out that much, so I'm yeah. not really missing it. And I've always been quite happy to spend time with myself, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, me and you know, I'm also catching up on you know people I haven't spoken to for ages. Yeah, because I'm you know, some, I've had more communication certainly with my staff than I have, I have ever had right. in this job. And I'm speaking to, I am communicating with more people either on Facebook or on the phone or. On, on this Zoom thing, and there's an app called House Party. House Party's great. I, 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 we were all on that for my mother's birthday. Yeah. Um, even though she was getting a bit confused by it all, you know, she was like, yeah. going, where is everybody? We were all like on this, on this, it was like the Brady Bunch, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it was great. Um, yeah. And, and I know, I mean, my daughter is on it all the time, talking to her friends in London, because she's, she's stuck in UAE now, which is completely locked down. Uh, and in fact, they've got a law that says if you do go out for food, you've got to wear a mask. 
it's really um, well. As, as I said in Tesco, everyone's wearing a mask. I'm really? the odd one out. Yeah. Are you Are you going to get one? People. Um, no, do you know what? I don't think so. I think I'll put a scarf over my mouth or something yeah. like that. You know, if, if it came down to it. But I mean, one of the things I'm finding myself doing is is if I'm um, coming up towards anybody on the street, I immediately move away. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, I was in the car park today, parked the car, and it's now been given free to loads of people from the NHS, so it's a much busier place than it was. Yeah. And if you see somebody coming up the stairs or down the stairs, I'm I'm literally getting off the stairs and letting them go, you know? By the way, that was Piers Morgan, wasn't it, who campaigned for that free parking? Oh, was it? Um, yeah, he campaigned very strong on Twitter. He's been fantastic. Well, he, he was campaigning for um, for free parking at hospitals. I thought. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but this uh, is this is an actual this is an actual NCP car park which happens to be next to uh, Guy's Hospital. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, but I, I think Piers has been magnificent through this. Oh, well, I, I, I tried to uh, get him on to, uh, to to talk to him because he was nominated yeah. as Plank of the Week by yeah. by a couple of people, but he hasn't he hasn't so far risen to the bait. Yeah, no, he's been great. Um, and, you know, this is when you sort of find out there are different types of people, aren't there? People who are very good in kind of normal times. And yeah. People suddenly rise to a challenge. I like to think I'm a bit like that. I get yeah. very excited by it. And I want to suddenly work a new way around these obstacles. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, for every bad bit of news, there's a good bit of news. Oh, I agree. I mean, I'm trying to be very sort of positive about all of it in the sense that... Um, yeah. You know, people need positivity. They don't need to. I think the trouble with some of the media right now. I mean, I'm very disappointed in the way that um, the the sort of the lobby are asking questions whenever there's one of these, um, yeah. you know, these press conferences every day. When they say, you know, it's all negative. It's like, you know, don't yeah. you think you should have done this earlier, or don't you think yeah. you should have, you know, opened this thing up or closed that thing off? And it's like, well, you know, you're not an expert here. You, you know, yes, you have to ask. The questions, but they 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 are they're not constructive questions, you know. Yeah, I I, I, did, I do find it ironic, however, that Boris Johnson is suddenly very very interested in surrounding himself with experts all of a sudden when he didn't didn't seem to want any of them when uh, Brexit was going on. But anyway, that no, but that's not true. Shocking. Yeah, but that's that's bo- that's bollocks. I'm not letting you get is away with bollocks? that. Yeah, it is bollocks <laughs> because the problem with some of the experts, as you well know, during Brexit, is that it was all yeah. politicised and it was not in any way the same as medicine, right? All the people that were saying things were going to go horribly wrong were saying things were going to go horribly wrong just because they could say it. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Fair enough. Anyway, listen, listen, let's finish with a bit of sport because um, there's some talk today, I heard, that they want to play the rest of the Premier League season out in some form of very bizarre kind of structure where they want to have almost like uh, football parks in different parts of the country. The right. games would be played. Um, the games would be played basically um, without any kind of crowd at all, without any kind of yeah. audience at all, um, yeah. and that way they would finish the season. I think it's madness. I don't see how you can play football when everyone's being told not to go anywhere near each other. Well, what if they, if you tested all the players and the coaches, and they were the only people there, and they were all negative? If but well, then, then people would say, why are you testing footballers and not nurses? Which would be entirely No, but the testing, you see, I believe the testing for whether you've got it or not is is ridiculous because whether you've got it or not at that particular moment doesn't tell you anything. Right. Because you could get it as soon as you've finished having the test. So what what do you think should happen in the football? Because it's absurd if Liverpool don't get the title. I think they should definitely deny Liverpool the title just to annoy you. Right. (laughs) And all the other scousers, which would be hilarious. I mean, can you imagine? 
Can you Can imagine? You imagine? The, the you know the, the first chance they've got to win the title this century yeah. and it gets yeah. and they get told they can't have it. You picked the wrong city to do that to. I tell oh, you. I know. Can you we'll, we'll never... go on about it for fifteen. Oh, they never shut up about it. Did you no. see the, the the shit that John Hartson was getting um, no. up in Scotland? Because he I think went on TV and basically said that Rangers should just concede the title to Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> and you can imagine, you know, oh, pandemonium God. then ensued. But I, honestly, I think it's not. If you're all right, if you test them. My my preference for the test is that if you get tested to see whether you've ever had it, which is what they're yeah. doing in Germany, and they can give you a sort of certificate of inoculation almost, right, that's right. worth doing. And then if right. you've got enough players that can play, then fine. Yeah. But otherwise, it seems mad, doesn't it? Uh, I don't know what the right thing is. I, I, really, I think, honestly, this is where you say Bill Shankly got it wrong when he said that it's more important than life and death. Yeah. I think something like this puts it all in perspective. And And to be fair... I think the vast majority of Liverpool fans even would say, do you know what, I couldn't care less right now. You know, we've got the most important thing is getting through this. Yes, so, exactly yeah. right. And I mean, I mean, as much as people could probably do with a bit of a distraction, I don't think the time is right yet. No. I mean, I'm being told now that everyone thinks in about a month's time we'll have a much clearer idea of where we are in terms of we might be coming out of it. Yeah, you know? I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, that's what medical people are telling me. They're telling me we are yeah. about to enter the peak period, right? Right. So there's going to be quite a lot of numbers increasing very quickly. There's going to be quite a lot more deaths. But, yeah. by, but by about four weeks from now, that should have subsided to the point where we're going down the other side. Right, right. Well, I hope. I mean, I seriously hope that's true. But my gut feeling says that we're in this for several months, unfortunately. But Well, certainly six months, it looks yeah. like, doesn't it? Yeah. So that means I'm not going to see you for dinner anytime soon. Oh, no. Well, listen, I'm talking of food, I've yes. got three hungry kids who all need some right now. So okay, gonna, well, go and feed I'm them. I'm going to say goodbye. Before I go, I want to wish all of our listeners, I hope they're all safe and well and enjoying this as much as they can. And if they're not, then talk to somebody and don't don't bottle it all up. Give someone a call and say that, you know, tell them about your miserable time. But um, otherwise, I hope you're all making the best of it and you stay safe yeah. and well. And if you want to send us an email, it's this, thoughtpolicepod at gmail.com. Um, and we'll try and do maybe another one of these before the end of the week. But we'll certainly do one a week from this point on just to keep everybody in touch. And um, sorry if it wasn't very funny, but uh, there's not a great deal to laugh about at the moment. watching Independence Day, it's about the only thing I can think of which would be weirder than what we're currently going through, <laughs> would be having one of these big spaceships arriving over my house, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, and an invasion yeah. of aliens. I mean, literally, yeah. that would be the only thing weirder than this. Well, mate, I was sat the other day watching TV, and Maddie said, watch a film, so I said, let's watch The Shining again. Right? Yes. And of course, that is the story of a man isolated in a country residence and going mad and then eventually trying to kill his wife that's very funny to the bathroom door. but I think a lot of people are going to be going through quite a lot of mental trauma over this yeah. you know not least because you know people are having to spend time with one another who they don't normally spend that much time with yeah I mean there's another thing that um, gosh this is a world record that I agreed with with Owen Jones and that was talking about and this was something that had never occurred to me. But imagine if you're a young gay person and you've got homophobic parents, which a lot of people do, yeah. and suddenly you are trapped with them for 24 hours, you know, and you can't stand them. I mean, that, that would be torture. 
Oh, it would. Well, there's all sorts yeah. of different situations that would be torture, wouldn't there? I mean, yeah. it's a bit like the old, yeah, the old the argument about mistresses and Christmas, where mistresses are always miserable at Christmas because they don't get to see the guy that they're in love with, right? Yeah. Um, or the or the girl that they're in love with. If we're going to be, you know, gender yeah. neutral. Um, yeah. If you've got, if you're having an affair with some married guy, you're not seeing him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know why I'm I'm particularly thinking about that, but you know, it's, <laughs> but you know, there's lots of people who are going to be in a bad place. They're all so right about what you know, don't they? <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> this is where you say Bill Shankly got it wrong when he said that it's more important than life and death. Yeah. I think something like this puts it all in perspective. And and to be fair, I think the vast majority of Liverpool fans even would say, Do you know what? I couldn't care less right now. You know, we've got the most important thing is getting through this.